Welcome to the Blue Room Podcast, a space where we explore ourselves, our lives, and our relationships more deeply through therapeutic conversation. I'm your host, Fantana Shatamsa, and I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. Today, I have my friend and mentor and truth teller, Tia Upshaw here with me. I'm so excited to have her with me. This girl has just done so much for me in the last few years and we built this relationship um, and I'm so excited that she's going to be here and chat a little bit about about our about our relationship and our toxic traits. That's what we're talking about today. Absolutely. God, the introduction was beautiful. (laughs) Almost a little bit of uh, tears coming over here. Thank you. Thank you. I I love sending you the sentimental stuff. (laughs) It's uncomfortable. (laughs) I get so uncomfortable, but thank you. I appreciate it. Make you cry and all that. Yeah. I love it. I love it. For folks who don't know who you are, can you share a little bit about who you are and what you do? Oh, my goodness. Well, Tia Upshaw, serial entrepreneur, author, mother of three, um, CEO and founder of Black Women in Excellence, and uh, newly funded or founded uh, Black Women in Excellence BC. And I guess I would say, you know, even though I'm a serial entrepreneur, um, I do have a new journey that I'm on with regards to my new business, Femme Noir. So not serial killer, serial entrepreneur. <laughs> she could be both. No, 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 God, no, no, no. <laughs> no, you're, you're such an inspiration. And one of the things that I just have to say it off the bat is just like, is, you know, outside of friendship and outside of mentorship, it's your hustle that inspires me so much. Like, I'm always worried that when I get to a certain space, am I gonna lose my steam? Am I gonna lose my gas? Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing you, you, I feel like you go harder every single week, every single month. You're always I like, do. like out of nowhere, you're like, I wrote a book, and <laughs> out of nowhere, she's like starting a whole new venture. So like, we need to see that, like as black women entrepreneurs, we need to see that. So I'm grateful that you're well, thank you. You're doing that. And I do go harder every week. I just got new goals all the time. So You don't stop. Yeah. You don't stop. And I never want to be in a place where I'm so comfortable that I stop Absolutely. trying. Do you know what I mean? And just seeing how hard you're you're in me I can't even call you in the daytime. Well, you can. You can text me, and I'll <laughs> no later. voice notes because she can't even listen. I can't. Be in a meeting. <laughs> no, but I mean, certain people, Fantana, can call me. You guys, um, I may not answer right away, but I usually call back within like an hour. Yeah, like, you do. No. You do. You do. You're you're just always always going after it. Always hungry. I am. Always hungry. I always I, I keep reaching for. It's almost like a, a drug high when you're always looking for the next high. Yeah. For me, it's a success high. Yeah. It's a business high. It's an empowering high where I just need to keep elevating myself um, to see how far I can go. I yeah. want to push the envelope. You're just challenging yourself. Yeah. What was your schedule like today? Because I know I kind of interjected in your schedule and you just made space for me. But <laughs> yes. Tell me, tell me what your day looked like. To, how was your day today? Well, you know, I woke up early this morning. I woke up every day at 4.35 o'clock. That's normal. Um, but I had a meeting right at 8 o'clock this morning. And then I had another meeting at 9.15. And then that lasted longer than it was supposed to. So I wasn't happy with that. And then I had to go do a cleaning through my previously owned business, Top Notch Cleaners, um, to finish off that for my daughter, who's taking that over. Um, And then from there, yeah. (laughs) From there, I dropped off the laundry to the laundromat. Shout out to Debbie at Shabakto Laundromat. 
my girl. Um, <laughs> and then I came here. But I got lost in the parquet. <laughs> like, it's a whole, whole thing. Like, I was in the wrong area. Um, and I'm from Halifax, Nova Scotia, people. And I still got lost in the parquet. But I made it, and I think I look fly, too. You do. You look, you're yes. always going to come bold and bright with the lip, with the outfit. So, Absolutely. You know, and after this, you're going, taking your family. Yep. We're taking a weekend away. Uh, myself, my children, my fiance. Um, we're going away down to the valley from 2.30 p.m. Technically, it was supposed to be 2, but I gave Fanny some more time. <laughs> so 2.30 p.m.-ish, I'll be heading out. BWIE will be closed. Tia will be closed down until Tuesday. I love it. You so do I. I'm it. excited. You deserve it. You deserve it. Um, so today we're going to chat about toxic traits. I don't even like to say toxic traits because it's just like a buzzword. It's just traits that we have that might be more difficult mm -hmm. for other people to, to deal with. And a lot of times these traits come either because of trauma or, or lived experiences that we, we build up walls or we build up these, you know, these, these traits and these personality characteristics that that other folks might find difficult. So depending on how self-aware you are, you could, I feel like you can call yourself out. Yeah. You can, you know, you can, you can make a decision to work on it or to, to at least address it, acknowledge it, and then make decisions based on the fact that, okay, I know I'm going to react this way. I know that, that people are going to see me this way. So use that to your advantage. Right? Absolutely. But before we do that, I want to pull a card. Oh, let's I pull have some cards. cards. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard of the and, but it's a really, it's a really nice deck. It's really good for conversations. Really good to kind of, you know, spark thought, mm -hmm. provoking, you know, questions and and conversations. So I love it. Anytime I meet somebody new, I, I like to pull a uh, pull a card from this deck, even though you're not new. I was gonna say, girl, I'm not new. You're not new. <laughs> But I'm new but to it, the deck. There we go. You got you to get this. There's like an addition for couples. There's an addition for um, work colleagues. There's like a bunch of different Oh, ones. wow. Do so I just pull anyone? You pull anyone and tell me what it says. Sorry, my nails. <laughs> big, big old nails. What does it say? When was the last time you were ashamed of your finances and why? Oh, damn. Thank God you pulled that and not me. <laughs> 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 well... I guess I'll answer that. Yeah. I believe it would have been between 2012 to 2013. And I was not doing well financially. I was back on social assistance. I was waiting for that child tax benefit to drop every 20th or 19th if it fell on the weekend. Right, we know um, that life. The GST couldn't wait for it to come. And I was living in a one bedroom on Creighton Street with three of my kids. So. Mm. That, and, and what about the car door? Tell us. Okay, we only have okay. Like <laughs> that was a vibe though. My kids joke about it now all the time. We had a car that only had one door that worked, so we would have to like go through that one door and kind of all travel through. But I'm I'm a grown woman and I'm heavy set, so I was like I'm the last one going, and everybody get in, <sighs> and it worked for us for almost a year. And I yeah. delivered newspapers out of that same car with one door. The windows yeah. all worked, um, and was able to start, you know, the empire I have now. So that was the last time that I've had to worry about finances. 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago. I mean, sometimes I, I want to start worrying because I just be out here spending. Like there should be a point where you're like, girl, like you need to slow down. Um, yeah. But for me, it's the fruits of my work. It, 100%. Every, like I enjoy it. 100%. So I don't... Yeah, I can't even think in the last 10 years if there was a point 
where I was stressed about finances in my home. Yeah. I mean, when I scaled my cleaning company, when I started bringing employees on, yeah. that was tough because you have to make sure you make payroll. Sheesh. So that was staff tough. Is another, staff is another ball it's game. It's another ball game. It is all contractors. Like, From now on, forever. Literally. And that I can do something. Only contractors. Only contractors. Yeah, if you're building a team, just contractors. Yeah, employees. It was hard. And the payroll, because people don't realize that, you know, what I'm paying somebody and then the deductions that are coming off, they may not be happy with deductions, but I'm not happy because I have to pay into it. that too. We're the ones. So, absolutely. you know, and that sometimes came out of my personal oh, all account. The time. All so the time. I was not happy then. Yeah. But I mean, you figured it out. When you go through that and then you elevate, you tend to forget about those things. So I'm kind of happy that card was picked because I don't really revisit that time. Yeah. I don't do it often at all. You, we were talking the other day and you're like, I'm in such a good place. Like, and I was like, wow. Like you just, you just, it felt like you were in a good, you just said it. You're like, I'm in such a good place. Yeah. Like in your relationships and your finances and like, and everything. And you've been so transparent about your story and kind of where you started. Yeah, like absolutely. you have no shame talking about nope. the car door, the, the income assistance, like the jail, all, all, all the stuff. stuff. And I then all the no. stuff off camera that yeah. she be <laughs> So... It's just, it's, it's just like, it just gives people hope, you know what I mean? It's like, I would love to get to a space where I'm like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm just, I'm just comfortable where I'm at. I feel really good right yeah. now. You will. I know I will. I feel like right now, there was a meme that I saw the other day that was like, I wonder if the, the bank tellers be looking at my account being like, what the is this girl doing? doing? What is she doing? If anyone is like scanning my accounts right now, they'd be like, she can't be living the life. But you know what? For me, it's total opposite of why they would be looking. For me, I get, I wonder if they're going to question if this is real money, if it's fraudulent money, right. if I'm doing something bad to get this money in my account. Yeah. So that's where my mind goes. I'm like, wow. That's still, you Damn. know, it, it, it's it, the abundance. And because of being a woman, being a black woman, you know, not having have had this type of wealth yeah. before, you're like, is someone gonna question it? Is Absolutely, gonna... I get it all the time. I always feel like someone's gonna like call me from the bank. Damn. So. Well, there was the time when I couldn't cash the, the check, check or deposit. Sorry, not not cash. Deposit the small five thousand dollar check, and the bank teller and manager asked me, was it mine? And that's Girl. a lot of money. And my reaction, my little ratchet I... reaction, was a lot of money for who? <laughs> for who? Like it was from this one client, for, right? It was one client, like yeah. So today we today we deposited a pretty significant check, and I and I just when you go up to the teller, anxiety, anxiety. Like as as a black woman, you're like, are they gonna question it? Are they gonna put a hold on it? Yeah. Are they gonna you know do all this stuff? And your story came to my mind. I was like, nobody better even try, try it me today. <laughs> Today is like, not today the day. Today is not the day. I have, I know the dates when I've had bigger checks than yep. this deposited. You can pull up my accounts. Like, I was ready. No, you're ready, but we shouldn't have to go no. into a bank with that anxiety and no. that tension because what happens is we don't have that great personality. So when we go in, we're already giving the teller a hard time. Right. Because we're after rip, we we're, know it's going to be a problem. Already. So we're like, we're giving her a hard time. Yeah. We're not being friendly. We're being right. very, you know, microaggressive with the teller. Yeah. And that doesn't help the whole situation. But because of so much of the bullshit, we be dealing with. I won't, if I go to my bank, like number one, since that situation, I won't even go to no other branch but my branch. Yeah. I won't. I won't then I not even you. go to an ATM girl. Like wow. I won't do it. And even when I go to my branch, I wait in line until I see a teller that knows me by name. Really? Literally. 
And there could be like 20 people in front of me and I'll wait. And there could be 10 behind me. And I'm like, you can go first. And tell the person that knows me is available, then I'll go up. People, people don't realize, like, we live in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. People don't realize the, the amount of systemic racism that's still alive in this province today. Like, we it's have, alive it's, it's and a, well. Alive and well. Breathing. <laughs> because of, we, how, many, how many black communities do we have? 50, 54, something like uh, that? No, it's 44 now. 44 yes. historically black communities here. So this is generations of of black families, black loyalists, descendants of slaves. Like there's there's so much history here and just as much rich history as there is, mm -hmm. 400 plus years, there is the same opposition of that. Oh, that's been going 500 plus years. So much. It's funny because I was at a, a colleague, well, really an auntie, because she's older than me. Um, she basically raised me since I was young with my grandmother, lived in the same block as me in Mulberry Park. Yeah. And I was in her house the other day and her mother passed away, I'm gonna say five years ago. Yeah, it was, it was about five years old because I, I remember when her mother's funeral happened. I was in jail and I couldn't get out to go to her funeral. And oh, they were really yeah. close to my family. Um, but anywho, she had found her mother's um, photo album or her mother's mother's, either one. Right. And there was an article from the newspaper and we, we, we had the slave port down Lower Water Street, that's yeah. where slaves came in and were sold. Damn. Right in at Halifax, the, at the Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia, not by the pier, it was closer to basically the waterfront. The historical waterfront we all love, we have the we buskers at, was a stage a slave for, slave, for slave trading and selling. I was shocked. I was looking at this and I was like, that's disgusting. That's the same waterfront, I won't walk at the same. I'll never, well, even when I did, I did an event down at the pier, uh, down at the Port Authority last weekend, as you know. And every time I came outside, I could start looking, because I seen the article before I did the event, the week of. Right. And I was like, how many slaves were hung? How many, like, Damn I was just looking around. just be looking thinking around. about these things. Like... Yeah, and we're doing an all black. I mean, some people will say, oh, you shouldn't be doing that if this happened. And then some people will say we came a long way. Yeah. So to have, you know, black women in business at Down the Port there. Authority when, selling their goods yep. when... Just, you know, yeah. a few centuries ago, it was a whole different story. We wouldn't be there. I mean, We'd even there for other reasons. 50, 60 years ago, we wouldn't have been there. I know. That's we our would not have. parents' generation. Yeah. Crazy. And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Educating y'all. Um, okay, so... Back to the topic. I'm going to pull a card right quick to see what it says. Oh, okay. If we had to create something together, what do you think it would be? Uh, and let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I don't have to think because I was going to call you on something anyway this week. <laughs> this week. Uh, when is this going to be airing? Um, July 7th. Okay. Can't say anything. Um, oh. Waku. Well, I, I mean, would do a big event. It'd be like a professional development wellness yeah. type of type of thing. Type of event to really celebrate. Yeah. And I mean, I love working with black women in business and, you know, having networking events. But I think we're we're through the transition of, yes, we have businesses, Tia. But what do we do with them? We need empowerment. We right. need networking. to feel uplifted and network yeah. and scale our businesses, right? Yeah. So yeah. I would like to do something around there. Not so much, okay, you got a business, you're a black business owner. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And we love the pop up shops too, but something outside of that. Yeah, absolutely. Something outside of that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like a summit or a symposium or an expo where there's you know black women in business from all across Canada that are showcasing their businesses, and we have panelists and we do this, and it's just all black. So you never know, right? That was a good little thing that to bring up. But I was like, when is this gonna air? Can't say it then. Everything's on purpose. Okay. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, okay. So back to the topic. So we're going to chat about self-awareness, reflection, and honesty. So how well do we know ourselves and how well can we handle constructive criticism? So I actually posted this question online. Oh, I didn't see it. You didn't, you didn't see it? No, some, some folks answered. So the question was, um, what do you think your toxic traits are? Mm -hmm. Or what have people told you that your toxic traits are? Mm -hmm. And then the other question was, what are some misconceptions about uh, misconceptions about you? So before I go into what the people were saying, mm -hmm. I want to ask you, right off the rip, what do you think your toxic traits are? I have a lot of them. Yeah. I have a whole heap of toxic traits. Um, and it depends on what realm, as a mother, as a fiance, as a business owner, as a, as a mentor, as a boss, depending on what you're asking and, and what realm it is, I have tons of toxic traits. Um, I guess I'll just focus on um, me as a mentor, mother, and um, a business owner. Okay. So for me as a mother, um, not listening to my kids, um, I will literally block them out. If I don't want to hear the bullshit, I will block them out. So don't listen. Um, yeah. I yell. But yeah. I think that's a part of my family, like in the black community, in my family, my grandmother, if anybody knows late Evelina Upshaw, right. um, her voice was very strong. Yeah. And she did that because as a strong black woman trying to climb her way up yeah. in society, in the community as a leader, yeah. you have to be, your voice has to be overwhelming where people will turn and listen. Right. Um, but it's something I use that in a negative way towards my kids. Right. Um, I think I... I I support my kids always, Yeah. but I think sometimes I don't support something that sounds foolish to me. It's not foolish to them, but to me, it's like, this is bullshit and fuckery. Like, what? You're not doing that. It's like uh, a protection thing. It's it like is. You, you see the end, how it's going to end, and you want to protect them from it. But my kids are not young. Right. They're my adults. kids are 27, 24, and one's almost 17. Right. So for me to tell someone, you're not doing this, like, what right do I have? Because my grandmother tried to do that with me, and I went the opposite way, right. and I did everything that I wasn't supposed to do, right? Right, rebel. So another big toxic trait is I'm not uh, like um, an emotional person with my kids. I've wow. never been that way. My kids will tell you, like, mom's not a hugger. Um, she says she loves you, but it's like when she gets off the phone with you because she has that fear of something happening to her yeah. before she goes to sleep or whatever, yeah. right? And I always want my kids to know I love them. Yeah. But I'm not emotional with my kids. Right. It's like... Okay, that happened. What the fuck are you gonna do about it? You mm. cry once and move on. Stop <laughs> okay. this foolishness. The tough love. Like it's the it's tough real. Love. It's real with my kids, and my kids will vote and say that. Right. Um, very argumentative when it comes to my children and my fiance. Like I feel like I have strong facts behind right. a topic. Stay and ready. I will be. Stay ready. Listen. <laughs> You can't change my mind on things. I will go to Google. I will pull out everything to prove that I'm right. Like literally, that that's not good though. Sometimes you just let people let the let the situation be, and yeah. if let if you letting them feel like they're right, 
makes them feel great and boosts their confidence, who am I to, you know, shut them down and make them feel less than of? But I do it all the time. <laughs> so that's a big toxic trait. Um, as a mentor... First of all, you're super self-aware. Sorry, I just got to throw that out oh, there. Oh, yeah. You're going to be really, maybe not surprised when you hear what, what your kids had to say. Oh, I you. know. Because I, I know, like, <laughs> who I am, and I'm very self-aware of it. Yeah. Some things I've worked on and changed, and some things I refuse to because it's my character, and I'm not going to do that. Right. Um, when it comes to mentorship and business, um, I'm big on accountability, yeah. And sometimes that could be a toxic thing because not everybody has the go-get that I have. Yeah. Um, and then that will kind of stream into my next toxic trait is me caring about black women and their businesses more than they do. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I get so engulfed mm-hmm. in a black woman who has potential, who started a business and ain't doing shit with it. I just get right mad. What happens? I'll just cut you off. Yeah. Because I can't sit around meteorocracy right. of you just letting us go to waste right yes uh, yeah like when they have such a good idea such a good vision such a good plan and you see the potential in them it drives me nuts and i give them every tool yeah i work with them and you're not doing anything yeah. you're not showing me that you want this so me wanting it more than you like literally i go to bed at night stressed out about other people's businesses mm. so then i just kind of walk away and i just don't talk to them no more you just let it go. That's a toxic trait to not give someone an opportunity to tell me why yeah. they just couldn't move forward. It could be mental health. It could be emotional well-being. Yeah. It could be a breakup. It could be someone in their family died and they took that grievance. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or letting them or letting them let it unfold the way that they needed to unfold. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I literally don't. I know that's not right. Like, yeah, literally. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't learn the lesson. If we, if we, and I do the same thing too. Like if, if I keep pushing and wanting you, wanting you to succeed more than you want to succeed, they're never going to learn the lessons along the way. Absolutely. They're only going to know the lessons that I taught them, but it's never going to resonate with them. You know what I mean? When are we going to get it? Like it's, it's bad. It's bad. So I know my toxic tracers sometimes I will, another big one with my, even my fiance will say like, you are so stubborn when it comes to things like I'll tell you something and you don't want to hear it. Yeah. And then you'll come to me a month fucking later and say, Oh, guess what happened? So and so said this, now I'm gonna do it. Yeah. That just fucking it pisses him off. <laughs> but he's like, why does it take someone else to tell you to say it? But do you not think that what I said was correct? Right. So that is a toxic trait I am definitely working on now. The stubbornness is real. I don't know if it has to do with like my zodiac sign. I'm a Taurus. You're a Cancer. I'm a Cancer. I know, Bob. We're known for stubbornness. Like, it is, you know. And and my, and you know, people think like I'm calm, cool, collected all the time. But my family will tell you something different. Like they <laughs> see like I let shit pile up and then I explode. Like I need to get better at addressing the small stuff, and then that way there's not a big implosion at the end because. All of a sudden, I've let stuff build up, build up, build up, build up, and then I'm getting mad at someone over toilet paper. Okay, that's yeah, that's a toxic trait. That <laughs> that's, is toxic. That's a, that's a bad one. And then they'll be like, "It's just toilet paper. It wasn't even that big a deal." But for me, it's it's the build up of the last like few arguments and stuff that I didn't say. So I need to get better at expressing it, you know, in the yeah. moment and sensitive. Like I find f- I'm very sensitive. Oh, I'm not. You just like, do 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 just cut it. I don't know. I just never been. You're impermeable. Like yeah. someone could say something and you know what, what it's true, what's not true. and It doesn't. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm super sensitive. Not me. <laughs> like I'm not. And I, I want to work on that. Like I want to work on that, people. 
um, because, you know, when you work with black women, they're, yeah. they're coming from different, like, streams of communities, different levels of education, different backgrounds. So a part of me, where I work with so many of them, I should be more sensitive to situations. But do you think that's why you cut people off? Because you're sensitive? No. I just don't got time to the bullshit. <laughs> that's why I cut them off. Like, I'm like, the you're not symptom, bringing... same but different cause. Yeah, you're just not bringing that into me, and yeah. I just got to let you go, because you're, you're, I feel like... For me, I like to be around people who are elevating yeah. and who are better than me. Yeah. Once I feel like you don't give a fuck, well, guess what? I'm not going to give a fuck no more. Right, right. And I just kind of, I don't tell you you're cut off. Yeah. So that's another toxic trait. I don't even tell somebody that I'm upset with you. Right. You disappointed me. I don't even tell them. I just literally go MIA and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Did we ever get into a disagreement that you remember? No. Well, you thought that I did. <laughs> You thought that I did. And I was like, what? Like, no. Like, and I think that's around the time I just started BWIE. Like, it was just kind of like, coming in. Well, it was like a year ago. So, be a, a year ago. and that's when everything turned would be at BWIE too, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I was just like, but you know what's so funny? I thought about you the other day because I had another woman, another black woman, <laughs> who is in the same field as you. Yeah. You put two and two together. Okay. She asked me the same thing. What'd she say? Are, um, you, mad are you mad at her? Am I, are you mad at me? I feel a disconnect. Oh, damn. And I was like, no, I'm not. Girl, no. there's so much going on. That's, that's, and that's how it is. That's what I've learned over our relationship is like, you just literally have so much going on yeah. that you can't always give full long responses. You can't always. And it's not personal. It's not personal. Yeah. I mean, this one, I was like, Oh man, yeah. I was like, damn, because I remember I couldn't mentor for the thing, and then that had nothing like, to do with it. I was just like, okay, she can't mentor. I got to move on and find somebody else. Damn. So things like that I don't hold on to. And right. you were scaling your business, you were doing things. Doing things yeah. So I would have no reason to be to distant be. from you because right. you were doing you. Yeah. I'm talking about when people don't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see nothing on Facebook. You're not scaling your business. You're not promoting your business. You're not in programs. You're not doing nothing. Right. That's when I kind of just. Yeah, I, you can't we even, cut them off. You can't even message me and I won't even respond. At least when you message me, I responded to you. Yeah, you did. Actually, you reached out to me. You're like, um, I noticed that... Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> on your Instagram anymore. I was like, because I was going to share something. I think Bernadette told me you got I, something. No, we, we just opened the space. And you're like, I wanted yes. to share that you opened the space. Yeah, Bernadette was like, girl, Fanny got the space. I was like, what space? Yeah. And she was like, she got a space down on Spring Garden. I was like, oh my God. So I went to, to share, share it on BWIE. And, and I was like, like, damn, she's not on my Instagram. She's not on my Instagram anymore. Let me, I'm reaching out. Yeah, so, you did. Yeah. And, you, and you showed up to our, to our space and you came in and me and you had a long ass conversation. Yeah. Like, now, if I cut you off, I wouldn't, you wouldn't care if you opened that. up a space. Right. And I wouldn't show that up. I know. Like, I know. literally. See, I guess, I'm, I guess I'm the same with cutting people off. Like, I love blocking. Like, I'm a big fan of blocking. Well, you know the conversation we had about my blocking list on WhatsApp? <laughs> my blocking list is now up to, I think it was 209. I have 209 people blocked on my WhatsApp. And I, and I remember I took, and I and I was like, wait a minute. I remember that was another thing that I was like, wait a minute, what's, what's Tia doing here? I wanted to create a group chat on WhatsApp between some of the core Protecting women. Protecting my peace. Yeah, and I was like... I was like, all right, let me just create this group chat. And then all of a sudden, Tia sends me a side DM. She's like, sorry, I can't be in that in that group chat. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Like, there's always there's always something. I knew you'd say no. Like, I knew you'd say no. And you were like, no. Like, you're like, it's literally not personal. I have, like, 200 people <laughs> blocked Blood. on my WhatsApp. And then she was like, oh, well, you know when you ask someone, number in your phone it automatically goes to your WhatsApp. And then I had to say, I think I sent you a screenshot. I was like, yeah, I know that. So they, there was somebody. pre-blocked. We just seen someone <laughs> a day before. 
door at an event. Yeah. And I said, look, she's blocked. Oh, like, right I took her number because she wanted my number and I wanted hers. Yeah. But you don't go on my WhatsApp. And the thing about it is, it's not just protecting my peace. It's people always want to have a way to get a hold of me. Yeah, there's so many. They have no boundaries. Yeah. They don't care if it's two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. People will go to my DM on Instagram, then DM on Facebook. Yeah. They'll go to my email. They'll text me, yeah. and then they'll call me within an hour if I don't respond. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me to add another 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 channel, channel. Right. Oh hell no. Yeah. And plus my WhatsApp, if you can see my pictures are me and my fiance mostly. Yeah. So, and you don't see him on any other, no any other Facebook platform. or nothing. So when you I have, have these people- for every, everything. Everything. Yeah. You're like, your Snapchat's lit, your yeah. Instagram's professional, and the WhatsApp's like Oh, Snapchat's like me bending over at a club party and everything else, <laughs> drinking and all this stuff. That's my Snap, because I know who I have on there. Right. Not no business people. Yeah. Facebook has a different level, yeah. Instagram different a level. Different, right. So everything is set up to keep me grounded right. and give me peace. There's always a method to the madness. Like always, we, we can't. Me. Yeah, we can't take it personal. We know that. Or just ask. Just ask. Because you asked. You were like, wait, what is going on? I was like, girl, I just can't even. But it's funny because Doria, my BC president of the chapter, yeah. um, wanted to do Slack for yeah. the women in mm. BWIE for yeah. communications. Yeah. And I said, you're you can do Slack. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a part of it. Like literally, and she was like, "Huh?" Right? We'd be, said, we'd be so confused. At your boundaries. I've never met someone <laughs> who has stronger boundaries than you, literally. And you're just like, "Nope." No. You're like, "Nope." You're like, "Nope." And then I feel like sometimes people can take it the wrong way. They do, because she was really. I was like, "Okay, let That's me explain how I felt to you." About WhatsApp. And I tell said, me "You can do your Slack. It could be for all the women across Canada, black yeah. women." And I say, you can add me in there, but do not add me as, you know, a host or anything like that. Yeah. You could add me in there, but I'm not going to communicate with them because I don't want them to know I'm there. So if that makes you feel better. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I get it now. I said, I have too much on the go. Right. But if you want to do it because you're the BC chapter, soon to be executive director yeah. by September, go where you can do anything you want to do. You yeah. don't need my permission. Yeah. But doesn't yeah. mean I'm going to go with all of it. So why, why do you think you're, why do you think you are that way in the sense that like you feel like you're not emotional and you have these strong boundaries like do you feel like do you, do you feel like you have you always been that way um yes since i can remember since i was a kid yeah. like always been like i don't give a fuck like a tough type of attitude um and it had nothing to do with my upbringing because trust me if you guys knew me when i was younger i was in ice skating lessons for 15 years yeah 14 yeah 14 years i was on the dalhousie trojan swim team for several years. What? I know how to play the piano. Trojan swim team. Yeah, that house is Trojan swim team. I was on that swim team for six years. You can swim like that? Yeah. I have my lifeguarding certificate. I have all my badges and swimming lessons. Um, did junior lifeguarding too. Um, I was going to go for my bronze medallion, but then I ended up having a baby. Um, I know how to play the piano and keyboard. Wow. So my grandmother had me, I was her own, like I shouldn't say only child. She had 13 other kids, but with me, I was the baby. Right. So she raised her granddaughter. She had me since I was three months old. Yeah. So everything I, I could want, I had. I mm. was in, it wasn't no just brownies. Yeah. She had me in things that everything. would elevate me when I got older. Right. So I had a good childhood. Um, I just think there was a disconnect between, you know, my mother living in the same community 
Yeah. And raising my sister and brother, which is my sister is only three years younger than me mm-hmm. or two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, same community, like literally like two blocks down, right. seeing them in the host together and I'm here. So when I started really looking at that and not understanding it, I think up. that's when I just built up that animosity yeah. uh, towards my mother, my sisters, anybody else who tried to get close to me. Yeah. We're just going to shut that right down Yeah, because this doesn't make any sense type yeah. thing. And that would have been around when I was 12-ish. So I've always... You always been that way. Always. Yeah. You know what I'm going to tell you, you something? You protect yourself. There was... I just got a text message, and I had to call my fiance because I was like, what? So I had this um, family relative of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got pregnant, she was disgusted and ashamed and all this stuff. And How she, old were you when you got pregnant? I was again? 14. Right. Yeah. And uh, she kind of just disowned me, and she was part of raising me too. Close mm-hmm. on. Like, she has no kids of her own. And uh, she went away for a long time, um, not a long time, 20, the first time I heard from her or connect or some kind of communication mm-hmm. was just like Tuesday, 27, my son's 27. 27. And she literally just reached out to my biological mother and asked for my number. And I called my fiance because I just need him to understand what I was feeling and what I should do. Yeah. And my first thought was, I'm gonna reach out because I wanna know why. Right. Then my second thought, later on in the afternoon is like, do I want to re- have that re-enter my life? Mm-hmm. Why are you reaching out now? Mm-hmm. Um, what is it going to do for me? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for forgiveness? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm going to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to be healing? Is it going to open up old wounds for me? Mm-hmm. And I'm not taking that into my life now because I'm doing real fucking good. That's when you said that to me. You're like, I'm so comfortable with where I'm at right yeah. now. Like, do I really want to re-traumatize myself? I don't. Like, I literally don't. So I haven't responded to my my mother yet. Um, I'll probably respond to her Tuesday or something. Um, but I don't I don't really talk to her either. Like I haven't spoke to my mother like that in six years, because of Sheesh. you know toxic stuff and not taking accountability and not wanting to heal with me. Yeah. So you just you just gotta go. Yeah, and I see do. her like every week. That's the thing about family. Like people think just because you're blood, you have to oh, God, no. you have to put your boundaries down. You have to accept people in your life. It's nope. not that way. I've I've cut people off too in my family. When you're on a certain journey of healing and growth and people people that you know are not there with you, they can't have access to you no. anymore. Because you're going to really pull can. me down. You're going to bring me right back down to where I was at, where I have to relive trauma and just relive trying to please you and yeah. all these stupid things that brought me down where I don't have any confidence. Yeah. No, I'm going to stay where I'm at, at the top of my you know height of my game right now. Yeah. And... Like my fiance said, if she wants forgiveness, only the good Lord can give her that. Yeah. So I mean, he said, do what yeah. you want. I'm gonna support you, um, but you're in a good you're in a good space, Tia. Right. So we'll right. see what happens. We'll see. I mean, at the end of the day, these toxic traits are difficult difficult things that we that we um, experience or express in the world. It's all a defense mechanism. It's all based off of things that we experience, things that you know, traumas and, and ways that we've had to process. And, and some of the stuff we haven't even processed, like stuff with your mom, stuff with, you know, my childhood stuff. It's not like we've sat in therapy and, and dived into it. So the only thing that we can do is is shut off and, and cut people off. It and, works. And, and it works. It works for now. It works for now. Um, I'm going to share what our kids said because I did reach out to our kids and I put this conversation, I, yes. I put the question on our... Um, on our Instagram, if you guys haven't followed us on Instagram yet, please do. It's the Blue Room Podcast on Instagram. Um, but 
Let me tell you guys what our kids are saying. I can't wait to see what, um, I don't know if it's my 16 year old or my 24 year old. My 24 year old knows me well. She's my twin. She's just like me, um, but she's more sensitive than I am. Yeah. She she... never had a childhood kind of like mine, um, but she's really sensitive. So let's see what she says about mama. I'll let you know what she said. She was she she sent me a list. Oh yeah. She like, <laughs> She's like, oh, you're asking me? <laughs> so I was like, um, what what are the toxic traits that as as a, as a Tia's kid? What what do you see? Or what would you what would you call out? What's most difficult to deal with? And first thing that she said is. Um, are the most difficult traits are empathy. So we lack the Told emotional that. side. Um, and so it sometimes comes off as you don't care. Uh, I just and you said, literally that, yeah. said that. So you're obviously self-aware. Um, short temper. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> so in high-stress situations, you can snap and start yelling. I do, and everybody. <laughs> I remember even like the first... Um, Apple blossom well, awesome. that we yep. did. You witnessed it. I was like, and Shaikh is just like yeah, she we, warns people now. Like we just she pulled wa- up. She warns people now. <laughs> Tells you, you guys. Even the one we had at the uh, port authority. Yeah. People didn't have to be there till nine to set up. People were there at eight thirty. Yeah. Because they were like, like, I ain't even dealing. We're with not it. dealing with it today. So yeah. We gotta start off with the right foot. Yeah. Um. So she has no problem cutting anyone off, including her kids. Yeah, if I've cut her off for two years before. I didn't speak to her for two years. <laughs> you fired her from your, your business. She's been too. fired from my top notch cleaners three times. Yeah. I've cut her off, never spoke to her for two years. Yeah. Um, my son, I never speak to, spoke to him for about a year and a half. Yeah. Um, my youngest daughter, she recently just felt she was in her skin and thought she was grown and wanted to go live with her grandmother in North Preston. I told her, yes. I never chased her. No, let her go. See, go. I, I get oh. a little bit of freedom. So, my yes. Mom, my mom was the same way. The first time I was out of the house when I was 13. Bye. Just, just for talking back, just yeah. for talking back, just for not wanting to clean my room. I remember the details. Yes. And she's like, "If you want to challenge in Get this out. house, go find somewhere else." Please and any don't. anytime I was mad and I'm like, "I'm leaving," bye. Yes, I'm not. I'm not even <laughs> asking it. you where you're going. Yeah. Because you'll be back. Because there's no place like the, home. Right. There's no place like home. Yeah, and that's and that's how we were too. Except for when I was 18, I left for good, but. Yeah. Um, anyways, my son was like, um, let, me, let me tell you what he said. Uh, let me pull this up. Okay, he said, I was like, what are the things that, first I was like, what are my toxic traits? And then he was like, in dating. I'm like, why, why would I ask you for dating? What would you know about my <laughs> dating life? What do you see? Yeah, what, what are you hearing on the phone when I'm talking? <laughs> I know. And I was like, no, I was like, as your mom, what are the things that I can do better? So he said, how much you focus on work when you're at home? So he's always like, you're always on your phone, always on your laptop, always doing those things. And it's kind of true. Oh, I know for me it is. Yeah. My kids, well, I'm surprised Shaikia didn't say that, always working. Always. I'm always working. Always. Um, and I know there's no excuse for it because it is a toxic trait, but I will say when Zaria graduates next year, she doesn't have to get a student loan. Right. I can pay for her to go to university. See. So, you know, it pays off. You have to give up certain things. That's true. And me being present in my household. Sometimes, I've, especially when you're as a single income household. Yeah, basically. And when you're an entrepreneur. It's like you're literally 
if if no we're vacation not, days, you don't nothing. get no get overtime, you don't get no. time and a half. No, nothing. You you oh. have to grind twenty four seven. Just so we keep eat, a roof sleep, over. and shit. Yeah, exactly. And a nice roof with a nice car, nice clothes, <laughs> good food. Right, like literally. Yeah, anything you guys need. Yeah. Right? Um, some some things from um from the answers on our Instagram. Um, I asked someone, what are your toxic traits? And this person said, I'm trying to solve problem, trying to problem solve for people who just want to vent. So mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes people are just trying to come to you, just trying to talk with you, just trying to have a conversation. And you're like, where, <sighs> you're like, where's the solution? I'm the same way. Oh my God, that's I'm my like, toxic trait. Whoever, <sighs> whoever wrote that, I am with you because it is not even a toxic trait only. It's a pet peeve of mine it's that like, I can't, I can't figure out. I thought you were calling me to get solutions. But you're only calling me to vent. Big. Yeah. Do you want to stay in the problem? Like why? Like and why are we have this conversation three months down the road again? The same conversation. That. Yeah. We that get you. Me. We get you, girl. We yeah. get you. That's. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't even. That. That's a good trait. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, what are the top traits that bug you most about other people? So, um, this person says. When, so when others are not self-aware or not considerate or not reading the room, essentially. So just like lack of that social empathy. Um, that's 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 bothersome. What bothers you most about other people? What's like the most annoying? Accountability. Lack of accountability. It is so bad. Like yeah. I will be turned off by someone who don't have a lack of accountability. If yeah. you can't process you did something that disturbed me yeah. without saying, sorry, you feel that way. No. Yeah, sorry for, sorry what, for what you did to make me feel that way. Like, I want to actually strangle somebody when they even say, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Bitch, no. That's not what you say to me. Like, it's a, it's, it's, it's really a pet peeve. But what if not sorry for what you did? No, they're not. That's why they say I'm sorry yeah, if you feel that way. Because yeah. they feel, they know in their mind, they feel in their heart, I'm not sorry for it. Me, I'm sorry if I'm not sorry for something I said to someone, I'm like, girl, I'm not even sorry. Yeah, we can. It need to be said. Yeah. I'm not saying anything. Like, you're mad at me, be mad, but yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I may be sorry I upset you with the truth. Right, but I'm not sorry for what I'm I did. I'm not sorry for what I said or did. <laughs> sorry. Like, it's I'm so not, hard sorry, to say not sorry. sorry. It's true. It's true. Um, misconceptions. Um, this person says that just because I'm reserved, I don't have an opinion. So some people j- assume that just because mm-hmm. you know a person is reserved, they don't have an opinion. I can relate to that too. I'm not I'm not the loudest in the room, but if you ask me a question one on one, I probably won't shut up. Absolutely, like I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about it. Um, that's and, facts. That's that's a good one, right? Um, okay, and another misconception that I'm stuck up. Truth is, trauma makes you armor up, and it takes work, healing, and time to trust the world enough to remove that armor. One hundred. Yeah. One hundred percent. Stuck up, aggressive. I'm, I'm, I'm aggressive. I'm a bitch. I'm bougie. I think yeah. I'm better than everybody else. Yeah. Um, the list goes on. Yeah. But who I am has been has enabled me to be able to travel through my whole journey through my Absolutely. life. Absolutely. They don't see the work that goes behind it. They don't, they see, don't the see the work see that it. goes behind it. All right, we're wrapping this up, guys. Um, okay. Um, all right. Is there anyone? Is there any other one? No, we're good for now. 
we're good for now. All right. We'll save the other ones for the next episode. Oh, okay. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Please join the conversation. Um, we are on Instagram and YouTube, right? I think we're on YouTube and Apple and Spotify. We're all over the place We're now. all over. We're taking over. <laughs> so follow us. Join the conversations. If we post questions, please send us some DMs. Um, Tia, thank you so much for making Absolutely time to, to come in. Um, we can't wait to have you again. And we'll see you soon, everyone. Thanks. Bye.